Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofiudru. This is the season of the celebration of Jesus Christ. Wow. Are you clapping? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Clap these hands, give God the glory. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Christ has assumed you and come on we bring greetings to all of you. We give God the glory for the lives of everybody who is here. I'm starting um, a little early today. The reason is because I want uh, more time to uh, push this morning. Say amen. Uh, you're looking amazing, and I thank God for your life. We are live on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. Good morning to... Uh, our radio audience on Vision One, ninety-three uh, point five on Oba ninety-two point uh, five on Buem, eighty-eight point seven on Amansan Television. Uh, good morning to Onia Television. Good morning to Facebook Live. Good morning to YouTube and uh, podcast. All our friends from around the world, thank you very much for coming to join us. This is an honor. And a blessing. Uh, that was a very powerful. As Elisha, you and the team, I celebrate you. Say a good amen. 
You're looking amazing. Say a good amen. amen. Now, last week, whilst I was ministering, I came to, I'm still dealing with uh, um, the seven wonders of the Antichrist. It's a subject, and today is the fourth part, and I'm, I'm going to, but whilst I was dealing with it, we went into a submission where I talk about the ten essentials of Christianity. And I started talking to you about love, uh, you know. So I quoted John chapter 13, verse number 34. And then I talked about uh, patience. The Bible said you have need of patience. And when you have done the will of God, the scriptures went further. Uh, you have need of patience. And then uh, number three, kindness, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number uh, 32. Let me read that particular one very quickly. The Bible said, be you kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. And then we went further. To talk about godliness. In uh, James chapter number, James chapter, where did you go? You know, whoever is there, number four is godliness. And so James 127, uh, let me just enter into that scripture. The Bible said, pure religion. Can I read it from my language? He said, in uh, in the Anyone And then he added this. This is Yamesumpa. So I said that this is an essential of Christianity. You can't be born again without this. Anybody that is born again, washed in the blood of the Lamb, sanctified in the Holy Spirit, uh, will have to have uh, godliness in their lives. And then I went into the last one, which I am going to uh, continue from that. As a matter of fact, it's number five, but I gave a teaser to number six. Forgiveness. Matthew chapter 18 and verse number 15. Um, when uh, Peter went to Jesus and asked him, if your brother sings against you, uh, how many times should you forgive? And Jesus was teaching on the discourse of uh, forgiveness. And he was talking about how many times in verse number 22, uh, you know. And so, uh, and then I even went further to talk about, um, from verse number 15, talking about um, what sustains good relationships and great marriages and all that. Say a good amen. Whilst I was doing that, I mentioned that today I am going to do an official apology uh, to the Church of Pentecost because uh, um, some bloggers have picked up something uh, regarding a video circulating on social media 
um, in which I alleged that the elements within the Church of Pentecost were the brain behind the unfortunate attempted assassination of the former uh, chairman, Apostle Dr. Michael Covenant to me. Uh, you know, so I said that I'm going to render an apology and do a retraction officially today, last Sunday. And so I deeply apologize for the unfortunate assertions uh, to which I state the following in detail. Number one, that the statement uh, that the element within the Church of Pentecost were the brain behind the unfortunate as attempted assassination of the former chairman was non-factual. Uh, my implication that the assailants mentioned to the former chairman, the people within your fraternity were unfounded. And then the reference to a supposed children's fund were unsubstantiated. Uh, then I go further to say I hereby apologize unreservedly to the former chairman, Dr. Cobnan, uh, in Tome, and then to the former chairman, Dr. Michael uh, Dr. Eric Nyamiche, rather, and the Executive Council of the Church of Pentecost and the entire family of the COP worldwide for any unpleasant that caused them. The reason is because we look up to the Church of Pentecost for inspiration, and uh, they are one particular church that have become a portrait to Christianity. And so we won't allow anybody to uh, instigate us against them whatsoever. Um, so this is... Uh, a good one I am submitting to the Church of Pentecost. This week I had the privilege of ministering for Apostle Paul Daniels. And I was saying within that subject, I talked about um, apologizing to people makes you responsible. It doesn't make anybody weak. It makes you responsible. My father was married to my, my biological father, was married to my biological mother for almost 70 years. Um, my father, you know, was 100 years old. And so my, I am the last born to 11 children. My father lived and stayed with my mother throughout that particular time. What I believe was the secret was the ability to forgive each other. I never saw it. I lived with them all my life. And uh, when my father died, I told you it was a banter to console my mother. Hundred years. What she didn't want to even hear was um, Nasudi hundred. <laughs> They didn't want to hear that at all. Hallelujah. And so I said to you last Sunday, go home and make amends with anybody that you have anything or ought against. The reason is because your Christianity will be meaningless if you have anything or anybody has anything against you and you stand on the altar and lift worship and praise jesus said leave the sacrifice at the altar and go and reconcile and then come back in other words pure christianity and pure faith is that which has nothing with anybody say amen
Samakachi de de would they do nim yansa find a question send the SSM. And then I come to Sunday and I say, Receive the power of God. I'm a comfort, I said. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. It will be an absolute waste of time. Say amen. So practical Christianity is what I'm talking about. Before I start today, let me, you know, talk to you about um, five more, because I mentioned ten things. Five more things, you know. Number six, grace and truth. Grace and truth. John chapter 1 verse number 14. These are not part of what I want to go this morning. Um, I just want to clear because on Bible study I didn't have the opportunity to deal with it. The Bible said that the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld the glory. We beheld his glory as the glory of the only begotten of the father full of grace and full of truth. Full of grace and truth. Christianity is not just grace. Because we, I know we all love the grace of God. We are saved by grace. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. We are saved by grace through faith. It is, it is uh, uh, that it's not ourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works that anybody should boast. In the 10th verse the Bible said that for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. The Bible said uh, for God uh, which God has uh, before ordained that we should walk in you know the those good works say amen number seven essential of christianity is christian discipline proverbs chapter 25 verse 28 the bible said a city watch this a city a city without walls can be compared to a man that cannot control his own appetite a man that cannot control his appetite can be compared or equated to a city without walls. There are so many appetites that in this end time, if you are not, listen to sweet, if you are not, if you are not able to control these appetites, are going to lead you to hell. Appetite for greed, appetite for money, appetite for all kinds of things. Appetite for power, influence, sex. Appetite for all kinds of notoriety. The praises of men. Appetite for nations want to dominate other nations. As I'm speaking to you, bombs are flying everywhere. Yemen, there are bombs flying. There are bombs right now flying uh, over Gaza into Israel, from Israel into Gaza. There are bombs flying right now in Sudan. There are bombs flying in Ukraine. The list goes on. So when the Bible makes something that clear, you should be able to a Christian discipline. Anybody, I mean, I have been, I have uh, stood here and other churches and sent people home and said, go and change your dress and come back. Yeah, many times. Hello, sweet. Can you go home and change your dress and come back? Yeah. 
The last meeting we had with one of our affiliate churches, I had to call all the choir, told the cameras to go off. They put off the stream and then I warned the whole choiristers. I said, don't come to this church with these outfits anymore. Christian discipline. I have rebuked most of our ushers. I said, don't come here again with this outfit. You are a woman of God. And doing it with a lot of courage. Because the, the reason is because Christianity without discipline is a waste of time. And I'm not talking about any kind of discipline because we have all kinds of disciplines. I have, I have stood here and told people, don't come to this church again. Now, you will feel that is harsh. Uh, the Bible said, cast out a corner and contention and strife will stop. Ubi, Jimmy, kick the person out. Get the job done. You are a man of God. Rebuke them sharply, unreservedly. Do it sharply. So Christianity without discipline is a joke. I'm serious. And this is why I can say on authority that most of us are not born again. Oh, I'm serious. Most, and when I say us, I'm referring to this nation. Most of our leaders are not saved. They don't know the law. There is a big, big difference between religiosity and children of God washed in the blood, sanctified in the Holy Ghost. The people that are standing here right now, there are two groups of people. Religious people and born again people or born again Christians. So I want to ask the question before I start this morning, to which of the groups do you belong are you a Christian born again, washed in the blood, sanctified in the Holy Ghost? Or you are a religious woman? Just like Jesus was saying the other day, there, are two, there were two men that went into the temple to pray. The Bible said one was a Pharisee and one was a, a publican. The Pharisee prayed and said, Father, I, I am not like the publican. I am a very worthy man. I pay my tithes and my taxes. I, 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 I redeem my obligation and I, I honor the Sabbath. But the Bible said that the publican came in and said, have mercy on a sinner like me. Then Jesus asked the question, to whom? To which of these two people? Are you going to equate? Which of them are you going to say that God heard their prayer? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason why we pray so much as a nation. I mean, look at Ghana from Achimota Forest to Achia Mountains to Ojianuma Mountains to Agape and to parks and churches and places. Just compare the number of people that gather to pray. And I want you to just draw your heart to the closure of the kind of answers that we get to prayer. Compare the prayer and their answers, please. And let's see how it is going. 
Oh, discipline. When we went to Israel, we noticed something. That every young man that finished school goes through um, national service. And the national service, unlike our place in our country where you can serve in different places, education, health service, agriculture, and you know, the logistics and all that. Mm. In Israel, you, everybody serves in the armed forces. Only one place for national service. They want every Israeli boy to be a disciplined person. They take them through discipline. So girls and boys. So when we went to Israel, we saw young girls, like 17-year-olds, 16-year-olds, who have finished university, and uh, they are in uniform with rifles. They are serving for one year in the armed forces. In that Israeli IDF, Israeli Defense Force, for one year. Then if you want to be a doctor, you go to be a doctor. If you want to be a nurse, a teacher, whatever you want to go and be. Even if you want to be a rabbi, you must first be a soldier. First. When the time comes for people to defend their nation, everybody is a soldier. Right now, if the occasion comes for us to defend this nation, all of us here are helpless. <laughs> all of us standing here. I mean, at the sound of a gun, most of you will run leaving your slippers here. By just the sound of a gun. <laughs> Carol, you are imagining how you will run. Hallelujah. Discipline. This, and when I say discipline, I'm not only talking about composure. How many people had the discipline to read your Bibles before coming this morning? How many people had the Christian discipline to go through a family morning devotion before coming here? Your personal, listen to this one, your personal quiet time before entering into the service. I'm talking about Christian discipline. The discipline, you can be on social media for almost three hours, four hours. But how many people have the discipline to stay in the word of God for only 30 minutes? Seriously, so many people have actually they do. I'm serious. When I talk about that Christian discipline, we have lost the discipline that the pulpit or the altar is the epicenter where God has placed his holy name. In other words, this place is not for a joke or it's not for jokes. You can't sleep with girls and stand on this altar. You can't. Look at how quiet this place is. The thing about Christianity is that it requires, it requires some kind of conviction. Yeah, preaching. It, it will require, you know, a, a, a personal conviction for a person to get the tenacity to preach. Whatever I'm preaching, I must have the tenacity, the courage, the boldness to be able to push or pedal whatever that concept it is. If a person lacks that conviction, they cannot do that. That's so why our worship is weak. 
I praise his weak and pattern his gaze with thanksgiving into his cause with praise have become a frail and a vulnerable thing. Ladies and gentlemen, let me remind you. I was preaching in a memorial service yesterday. And in a memorial service whilst I was preaching, I, I had you know, an, an, an enormous number of preachers that are, because the person who had died is a preacher's brother. And uh, we had gone to commiserate with Prophet Job Adu, uh, at the loss of his younger brother. And whilst we were there, I told people there are three things that would take the life of a person from the earth. Number one, your time of life. Job chapter 14, the Bible said in verse number 5, he has determined your boundaries. And also, the Bible said, and uh, seeing your days are determined and your months have been appointed, you will not pass your boundaries. Everybody. So I mean, found how anointed you are. If it goes by anointing, then my father, Kwesiamuanko, should be still here. Bishop Bopoxin should be here. Bishop Anoyabua should be here. Sofo Antony Buache should still be with us. Bishop Rex Odum should be with us. Serious! Mentioning this name, I mean, let me pay tribute to one of the amazing uh, voices and great men of God, Reverend Steve Asante. Amazing man from there who served in the Ghana Baptist Convention. Great man of God who stood, lifted the gospel and uh, did amazing things. A uh, few weeks, uh, you know, at the Kumasi Babaya Sports Stadium, we will be celebrating a great man and his memory and legacy. A man that carried the gospel undented, untinted, preached powerfully and did the work of God for almost about close to 50 years. The Lord bless his soul. Your days are determined. When those days come, that particular appointed, it, will, it can never be said that, you know, um, I shall not die but live and declare the works of God. It will not apply. Your days have come. Number two, sin will remove a person from the earth when his time is not even yet up. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse number 17. The Bible said, why die before your time? That means a man can die before their time. Psalm number 34 and verse number 21. The Bible said, iniquity and sin will kill the sinner. Sin would destroy the sinner. And then the last thing I told them in that memorial service is when the appointed time of the Lord comes. As I'm standing here, the Lord says, this is where I want you to end the mission. You cannot go home and pick your bags. This will be the end of it. My father, Kwesia Mwako, was driving from Takrade, a pump junction. The Lord says, this is it. This is, this is where it ends. This is where it ends. You may feel an accident killed him. Something will have to happen. He is gone. 
Everybody's days are numbered. You don't, don't have an oversight. Don't, don't lose yourself. You are still a stranger on earth. Thank God for all the things that we have. I bless God for all the nice cars parked at the car park. I thank God for your, your influence and I thank God for your status in life. I thank God for what you do. I bless God for what you stand for. I thank God for your degrees. I thank God for your credences. I bless God for your status in life. You are a missus. You are a professor. You are a doctor. Thank God for you. Seriously speaking, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> with all these credences, you are still a stranger. Life is temporal. Life is temporal. I wish I could explain. Life is temporal. Life is brief. The brevity of life. The shortness. By the time you are 50 years, you should be reflecting. <laughs> I'm talking to you. A woman of God called me the last time and told me, she said, from 60 years going, that's a scary place. That's a scary place. You may be seated, please. Number eight, essential of Christianity, righteousness and holiness. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 14. Not part of my submission, just getting out something that I did last week. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man can see God. Number nine, essential of Christianity, prayer and fasting. Second, Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. If they will seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins. I will heal their land. And then the last one. Which I'm going to stay in. God willing. Uh, on. Uh, is. Giving. Giving. And I will be talking to you. About all kinds of giving. From your tithes. Your first fruits. To all the things. That we will have to deal with. Say a good amen. John chapter 12 verses 20 and 21. The Bible said there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same therefore came to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. The same therefore came to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Having read you that, let me read Luke chapter 21 verses number 34 through to 36. Luke. The 21st chapter, the 34th through to the 36th verses. The Bible said, take it to yourselves. At least at any time, your hearts be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and the curse of this life. And so that they come upon you. On our words for us a snare, it will come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch ye therefore, pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of man first john chapter 2 and verse number 18 has been the subsubject of these um the explorative scripture for this particular um um series the bible said little children it is the end time 
This is the end time. It's making a submission in there. I said that I'm talking to you about the seven wonders of the Antichrist. Number one, I said, is blasphemy, mockery, and scoffing in this end time. The first wonder of the Antichrist in this particular generation. You know, in that particular verse, the Bible was talking about uh, the Antichrist. He said, there are many Antichrists that have gone into the world. And I said that the first one that is blasphemy, mockery, and scoffing. Number two is contamination. Sorcery, witchcraft, divination. The pollution from the pulpit to the pew, from the heart the conscience to the motive the rate by which we have contaminated the holy things of God the third wonder of the antichrist is deception Jesus said in Matthew chapter number 24 the bible was talking about in verse number 3 he said be careful that no man deceives you be careful that nobody deceives you. The deception I'm talking about is going to go on that level. Very high deception. Let me acknowledge one of the princesses of the kingdom of Swaziland who is on a visit. Your Highness, please come and get a seat here. Protocol, come and help her for me. Are you clapping for this beautiful... Thank you for coming to our beautiful country. We are grateful and thank you for coming to worship with Alabaster International Ministry. Bless you. Thank you so much. Are you clapping for her? Yeah. Hallelujah. Say a good amen. She was telling me some strange things, uh, you know, as she has been to a jira. You know a jira. <laughs> Are people sitting here who have never been to a Jura? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A script, please. The number three is deception. Then last week I talked about the new world order. It's a different order. I don't want to go into it. Father, mother, children is an order. Now we will have two men adopting a child. That's a new order. Two women who marries. That's a new order. Then we are going to have children who are going to go to court and say, I divorced my parents. Oh yeah. In America, courts can grant that. A child has divorced their parents and the court can say, from today, this child is not your child. It's an order. It's a new order. The days where I mean children embrace the gospel. Prayer in school was, I mean, an amazement. Now, even in Africa, in places like South Africa, there are places where prayers have been stopped. They just go to school and then classes begin. There is nothing like sharing the grace anymore. It's a new order. It's a new order. If I tell you the kind of resistance we are receiving from 
going to campus fire preaching in the schools it will amaze you there are madness going on in our schools I mean the high level of occultism the high level of decadence children don't even respect teachers and we are preachers ready to preach the gospel and the school authority is saying we won't allow you to come antichrist antichrist we won't allow you to come you won't preach here you have you have anglican fathers kissing young girls in mass school mass kissing people's daughters and there is a preacher ready to present the gospel of christ and school authority says we won't allow that one we rather will allow an Anglican father. Muy very interesting. Very interesting. Antichrist. This morning I will want to talk to you about the fifth wonder of the Antichrist. Number five wonder of the antichrist the worship of materialism the worship of materialism galatians chapter 5 and verse number 26 the bible said let us not be desirous of vain glory provoking one another envying one another turn this into a different version in this one the bible said let us know we must not become conceited challenging or provoking one another envying one another in this version the scripture said we we must not be proud or irritate one another or be jealous of one another another version the bible said that means we we will not compare ourselves with each other as if one of us were better than the other or better or worse than the other we have we have far more interesting things to do with our lives each of us is an original in another version the bible said let us not become conceited provoking and envying each other the last version possibly the bible said let us not become conceited it's almost the same yeah so he is talking about vain glory and that particular word is what I would love to exegete and break it down a little bit. Yeah. Go further, even into Proverbs chapter 2, sorry, Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 3. The Bible said, Let nothing be done through strife and vain or vain glory, but in loneliness of mind, let us esteem each other better than ourselves. The worship of materialism or the worship of vanity, the worship of prestige. Maybe I will right now, uh, you know, we are now in the place where everybody is uh, projecting themselves to a prestigious place. My wedding was the best, the biggest than everyone. I drive the biggest car than anybody else. I am the better preacher than everybody else. We are the biggest church in that country. We are the biggest organization. We are the richest, the 10 richest men in Africa. The 10 richest men in Ghana, the 100 most influential people on the continent. And then we create, you know, we instigate and create a thing like that because we are worshiping material stuff. 
right now if you don't possess any material thing even in church many people don't respect you here i'm not talking about elsewhere here here i'm not going too far here i'm talking about here you don't appear in a particular way look in a particular way come out of a particular car. therefore the people who don't have it are, are, are pushing themselves to the limits because now we are worshiping materialism oh yeah we are worshiping materialism I, 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 I will be a little bold and say stuff like you, you, you can be able to sow big seeds big seeds you are a good son You are a good daughter. I sit here and I have people that I call spiritual sons and daughters. If they come here with fat envelopes, you know, we are not even mindful of the lifestyle where they got that money from, the source of that money. We don't care. Rather, they have turned into good sons. They have turned into good sons. And this is why, you know, from America riding to the Western world, people who have private jets and own private jets and all stuff like that, uh, and give money to their spiritual fathers, uh, you know, the great sons and, and all that. My son owns a, a, a plane and that kind of these funny assertions and all that. Look at this guy who killed his wife in America. Look at how this guy has the opportunity to be corrected aligned and brought back out of his heretical impositions and uh, all this dogmatic stuff that came upon this young man he said for us to correct him we killed him a good son and a good son killed his wife seven shots in barbara's head good son because we have been bled by the venison of jacob of esau Esau's food has bled us. The worship of materialism. So now people are coming to church. Look at such a powerful worship going on. And we are mindful of our makeup. Interesting. You people, the worship, the clue. When was the last time you cried during worship? I want to ask you, we have become so hardened and so, listen to me, and so carnal that the spiritual composition of our worship is gone. The people are mindful of their clothes. You cannot even kneel down during worship. Sweetie, you have backslidden. I'm serious. You have backslidden. When was the last time you knelt down before the Lord and tears flowed from your eyes by the touch of the Holy Spirit? When was the last time? Because we are mindful. My Peruvian hair is 700. And my makeup is Mark. Therefore, I can't weep and mess it up. i rather wipe it off. And see the glory of the Lord than to worship materialism. Yeah. 
we are busy building great edifices is good but the heart the heart that is going to worship in the buildings we have built in the name of the lord the heart that is going to sit and worship in is absolutely decomposed Yes, see, I saw it that nicely. Nice lights, nice air condition, you know, an altar. We went to a service at uh, uh, Domiabra, a suburb in the, in the gas something. I, I think it's a gas south. I'm, I'm not too sure. You know, it, that, that road leads to Dentura and it connects back to Amasama in the West district. Whilst we were there in a service, we went to a church. The people didn't even have screening on the floor they didn't have tiles on the floor they didn't have proper furniture there is no air condition in the church there is no proper roof on the church when we went in there there were no plastering or painting on the walls no cameras there were no streaming facilities there are no air conditioners they didn't have better microphones they did not have a pa system there were nothing that will make you like the church but when i look at the people the worship of the people the genuineness of the people yeah the spirituality of the people then i realize we are worshiping material stuff now if a person wants to choose a church they look out for all the things that i mentioned he said, the nice church, do they have an air condition? I don't like a place where I'll be sweating. I want a nice, cozy place and all that. I like a fine, you know, environment and all stuff like that. Sad! Because we are so much into the material stuff. Now people are coming to even worship God. It is not about it. in spirit and in truth. It's not about in spirit and in truth. It's not about even their salvation. I need a visa to go to America. I need a visa to go to... I, I, I'm praying that the Lord will give me a, a husband. I'm praying that the Lord will give me a job. And pray that these are the frivolous and the loose things that faith has become. So if you see somebody suddenly become, suddenly have become serious coming to church, it means they need a breakthrough. They are chasing something. Where is Christ in all this? We want to see Jesus. Where is Jesus in all this? There were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship. They came to the feast, but their, their objective was not the feast. They wanted to see Jesus. They wanted to see Jesus. People are here, all kinds. I want to thank God for Dr. Ibrahim and the medical team yesterday for the free medical screening. The Lord bless you, sir. We appreciate you. I was, I was shocked. I was overwhelmed. When I came in briefly and uh, I looked at this place was over flooded. There are people who are sick, but they don't have money to go to hospital. Serious. And so we have 10 churches into credit unions. And if somebody doesn't get it, they get offended and they leave church. Church is a credit union. Are you serious? Church is a credit union. Are you serious? Church is a credit union. 
The house of God is a house of prayer and a house of worship. In the presence of God is fullness of joy at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. That my house will be called a house of prayer. You have turned it into a den of thieves. Therefore, the preaching have shifted so much. Now we are dealing with the generation of the Antichrist, Babylon, Luciferian generation have joined together into the beast now we are having jezebelic you know systems all over that is what we have let me even remind you most of our tongues are fake i'm telling you most of it most of it are fake i'm telling you most of it are fake and because we are not able to absorb truth i'm telling you go and sit down today when you close from church and carefully look at your own self and ask yourself am i real me am i real am i real you can clap your hands no sit down because the bible said in james chapter 1 and verse 21 where you know he makes a submission here he said let us lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of god that is able to save our souls the bible said but let be ye doers of the word and not hearers deceiving your own selves for if a man be a hearer of the word and not a doer is like a man who is beholding his face in the mirror and the bible said he beholded his face in the mirror and straight away going away and forget it whatever image he saw in that mirror but the bible said but whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, not being a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this man shall be blessed in his deeds the fact that you came to church doesn't mean you'll be blessed. Ooh. There are deeds, there are deeds, works that God is looking out for. Sad. It's sad. A young lady threatened uh, cursed her husband in this church, this one, Alabaster, with the rivers of her hometown. Here. Told a young man over brain so Next Sunday they are here because their conscience is dead. Dead conscience. Your offering is vain. Your song is vain. Anything you are doing, including your clapping, is vain. It's dead before God. And I'm talking to only the wise this morning. I'm telling you, your works will be placed in a winnowing fan. Matthew chapter 3 verse number 12. And the Bible said, and he is going to see your works. And the Bible said, he will gather the wheat into the ghana. But the chaff, the chaff, let the chaff of ghana hear this. The chaff, he will burn with unquenchable fire. A worship of materialism. And so we love pleasure, we love parties and all that. If I'm telling you, if this morning was a, 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 a Champions League final, most of you will not be here. Antichrist. 
antichristo. Anything that has replaced God is an idol. I told you, anything that has replaced God is an idol. We love vanity. You know, all kinds of things. You cannot love your wife and respect your husband. You cannot, you know, live in harmony. Then what is the essence of your worship? Well, what is the essence of that praise and the noise? I want to know. Let me use the opportunity to finish like this. All the unfulfilled promises will be judged. All unfulfilled promises will be judged. So the Bible said, let your yes be yes. Let your no be no. And, and I'm not only talking to you. I'm also talking to this nation. Don't just feel like, oh, I promised the constituency that I will, I will construct a gutter for them and I'm not able to do it. And that's it too. Please. If you don't know, I'm reminding you there are many of our politicians who are stuck in wheelchairs in rooms right now as I'm talking to you. And you feel that is normal? Continue to loot this nation at the detriment of your children and grandchildren. Continue. It will be at the detriment of the next generation. Our fathers have sinned and they are not. And we bear their iniquity. People are creating all kinds of things for the next generation. Psalm 37 and verse number 3. Listen to how the Bible makes a statement. Psalm number 37. Where he said, trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land. And verily thou shalt be fed. But in my language, it's a totally different thing. He said, but papa. Let be no cry. Be honest. Be sincere. Born again people don't lie. Born again people don't lie. See a born one, you woman, you boom for us here. For by we none and you send one packing For by we none and you know by the time you fall into the judgmental nets of God, you will understand my preacher. Oh, you can clap your own man, some jay, because some have been our better than some months. It's sad. Jesus said, What do you what do you do not want anybody to do to you? Don't do, do that to them. What you want others to do for you, do likewise for them. You want to be respected, respect. You want to be honored, honor. You want to be loved, love. That is the essence of Christianity. Love your neighbor as yourself. Simple message. Simple message. Your husband may be thinking that he's a smart guy chasing girls all over, jumping over girls, this and that, and all that kind. When he falls into the net of God's judgment, he will understand my preaching. Did let me tell you something? There is a massive, massive, as responsibility 
on all of us that are preachers. Mama Chrissy, don't tell her, will always say, Kofi, make sure you do the work of God well. Don't cut in of corners. When I met our colleagues yesterday in the memorial service, I said to them, let us love one another. There is no need in hating each other. This and this group, that and this group, it is not necessary. It's not necessary. Let's believe in ourselves. You never know who is going to pass the next glass of water to you. Respect, honor. I'm telling you. Because this life is passing. It's sad. Yesterday when we stood by that young man, 38 years old. The prophet of God, the brother, man, I, everybody was filing past, filing past. When I went there, I stood there for two minutes. Two minutes gazing in the eyes of a dead boy. And it is speaking to me. I'm looking at this dead boy and I am asking questions like, that day I lie down like this, what will be my account? before God. Number one. Number two. Where will I be going? Please, don't deceive yourself to think that the fact that I go to Alabaster simply means that I have eternal life. Sweetheart, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You can pray in tongues and go to hell. You can eat communion and go to hell. Hear what I'm talking about. You can be a member of this church and still go to hell because God is going to judge motives and heart and conscience. Your works, your deeds. Oh, you can clap your hands. In all these preachings, people can listen to all this and still go back to their vomit. It's shocking. I'm looking at this boy. And then I say to myself, we, we need power because we have a place to go. We are passing, we are passing through. And then I look around whether he had he had his bank account or his checkbook with him. And all his hard end labor, which he did in a short life, whether he carried some of the some of the things that he bought, his flat screen television. He can't say as a flat screen television. Are you serious? Flat screen television. What is flat screen television? What is a car? The people go to a place uh, and then I look at these young boys who call themselves bloggers. I, I go with their phones and they are shooting. This is uh, uh, Dr. Rita Udro has just arrived with a Rolls Royce. Uh, Dr. Comfort Frimpong has just arrived with a Bentley. This is the richest woman in Accra. Uh, uh, the, 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 stop the nonsense. Stop the nonsense. Stop the nonsense. Stop it. Worship of Babylon. This is what Nebuchadnezzar did. Came out and stood and looked at the whole of Babylon and said, Babylonia, this is what my strength can do. God said, you are a beast. You are a fool. You, uh, and I like it in my language. The Lord says, we are poor. We are poor, we are poor. 
Hallelujah. He'll think. He go to easily go on and he fix a camera on people's houses. The most luxurious mansion in easily gone. Have you forgotten of any model? Amoma, Georgina stores. The wise only understand this. Apiamenka. It is only a fool who does not reflect. Before all these young men who are musicians and all that are going to boast, they should reflect on lives like Terry Bonchaka, Susie Williams, Kwani Uzuanza, Ebony. They should reflect. Before anybody will state and say, I'm the dawn. They should remember Kwamla Dumo, Kofi Anai, Christian Achu. And let it be lessons for you. This is not a jumpy around church. Jumping all hallelujah. Church was exciting today. The Bible said that the wise is like Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 1 to 4. The wise the wise they reflect on their day of death more than their day of birth in verse 2 the bible said <laughs> it is better to go into the house of mourning than to go into the house of feasting because that is the end of all men and the living will lay it in their heart in verse 3 the bible said sorrow is better than laughter for by the sadness of the continents the heart is made better but look at verse number. He said the heart of the wise is in the house of mourning. But the heart of fools. Put this in GNT. I want a word. The Bible says someone who always thinking about happiness is a fool. The person who is always thinking about happiness is a fool. A wise person thinks about death. A wise person. They think about death. Another version will help me. In this version, the Bible says, the heart of the wise learns when it is in the house of mourning, but when the heart of fools is senseless in the house of pleasure. Another version, last one possibly, he says, uh, you know, sages inverse themselves. In hurt and grieving, fools waste their lives in fun and games like Burton and Lutu. Like Burton and Lutu. They waste their lives. In this building, we have a young man who went to the Burton Center and wasted $35,000 and came here to an all night receiving to come and receive prayer. What a waste! You went and wasted 35,000 US dollars. 
I want to ask you, tell me anybody who has made life big with Luto or Burton. Big. I want only one name. Look at the way we have loaded our ports with unbearable, uh, what do they call it, duties. That to the point that these manufacturers and these business people cannot even run their businesses. Now these young men of Ghana feel like betting is a business or a job. Ghana, you are languishing in madness. May I remind you, betting is no business. Betting is no business. It's a waste of life, according to the word of God. Oh, monster. Oh, monster. Oh, monster. It's a waste of life. A fifth wonder of the Antichrist is the worship of materialism. We, worship, we, we, we adore people. She's, worship, she's wearing a Louis Vuitton. She's wearing a Givenchy, a Christian Dior. I'm wearing a polyester. Polyester! I'm in a generation when you don't wear a label. And this is why many of these young people are killing each other to get money to wear labels. I wear, you know, a Chanel shade. What is the meaning of that? Vanity upon vanity. All is vanity. It's vanity. I look in the coffin, and now because the guy is a, I mean, he he's a very fashionable guy. Who died. I look in there to see whether he he came with any of his wristwatches. They even forgot to put one on his finger. funeral can happen but before God there is nothing big a soul is a soul you will appear before God so it takes serious your Christianity we are living in a very dangerous time let your Christianity be a serious matter to you stop playing most of you have played too much stop playing Religion is over. It's time to be born again. It's time to take your cross and follow Jesus. It's time to work for God. Oh, you can clap your hands. Stand to your feet. Let us close. Tomorrow, by the grace of God, we are starting five days Forest in Pibokasia, our fasting and prayer is going to begin from this place, 8 to 10. It's going to be an awesome time. You can't miss this for anything in the world. Tomorrow, Monday, 8 to 10, and then we go to work. Tuesday, same. Wednesday, we continue. Thursday, Friday, in the morning, we will be here, and then in the evening, it will be our monthly prophetic all night. We will finish with an all night on Friday. You can't miss this for anything in the world. Myself, uh, Prophet Danso Dede, uh, uh, Prophet uh, Apostle Josiah Oben Jr., Prophet Ebenezer Akonai, 
and then see uh obeyamuakon from the methodist church you can't miss uh this is going to be an apostle uh uh daniels from the u.s will also be joining us in the all night it's going to be an awesome moment the grace of god will be our portion today ruth j will be uh having her event at the atgc dome at the church of pentecost at the atgc dome don't miss that also uh the lord will bless you your two hands are on your heart I want you to today rededicate your heart, represent your heart before the Lord. Give me the grace to make it right with you. Oh, give me the grace to make it right. I want to make it right with God. Give me the opportunity. Give me the grace to make it right. Jehovah, make me make it right with you. Come on. Give me the grace to make it right. Grace to make it right. Give me the grace to make it right. Up! Give me the grace to make it right. Hallelujah. Can you stretch your hands on Ghana's flag that is on the altar of God? And, uh, we want to pray for our country. We are in a very difficult situation. And uh, in the difficulty, we are also having all kinds of things. Uh, at the moment, the Akosombo spillage have rendered many of our brothers and sisters homeless. As a church, we have partnered with City TV, City FM, and uh, we have sent them an initial check of 10,000 Ghana cities to support the uh, relief issues. And then I am going to make an appeal from this Sunday, uh, you know, to all of you. Uh, it's time to bring your widow's might. Uh, from now to the next Sunday, we are gathering ourselves food, clothes, and uh, uh, confectionaries, and we all want to gather ourselves well and go and be a blessing to them properly. And so, uh, we will put a different number in the next service uh, on the screen. And so, those of you that are following the page, listening on TV, on radio, you can use these ones uh, and then make the reference uh, flat. Just flat. And so that we can be able to push them out to our friends. This morning, our prayer, I would love us to dedicate our prayer to all our friends in the Volta region who have been through all these uh, uh, floods. Uh, we pray that grace will find them. May the Lord uh, cause these flood waters to recede quickly and so that they can be able to get back to their lives and uh, uh, their livelihoods. Stretch your hands and pray for our friends from um, Mepe and uh, the rest of the communities that have been uh, struck by this tragedy can i hear your prayer in the name of jesus heal them oh god touch them in jesus name cause your face to shine on them have your way we'll be careful to give you the glory in the precious name of jesus lift your voice can i hear you remember your people deliver them from evil 
we pray for Ghana heal our land yeah in Jesus name give us grace in these difficulties help us Lord turn our situations around I bless you and give you thanks you are a wonder be exalted take all the praise Best week, wherever you'll be going, whatever you'll be doing, bring, bring them all before the throne of God. Lift it all before God's throne. Come on. Faithful is your God. Faithful is your God. Hallelujah. We want to thank God for our friends who joined us on radio, television, and online. You want to join us for our offerings, the details are on your screen. If you are listening on radio, 249 or 059-229-6667. 059-229-6667. All the team that went to our branch at Pantime for the skill training, thank you, we appreciate uh, the guys and the team at uh, branch at uh, Yauma Unyansana uh, for the breakfast. The Lord bless you. Appreciate all of you. Fellowship with us in any of our branches and grace will find you. The Lord bless you. From all of us here at the Kwabramponsa Memorial Temple Tesano in the city of Accra, righteousness becomes a lifestyle. Breakthroughs, it becomes a traumatic. May the Lord bless you. I love you. See you in the next service. He said, your lifestyle, your own the youth of God are going through. There are WhatsApp groups of three, some, two, some. Three women sleeping with one man. Sodom and Gomorrah is on us. I'm telling you. Sodom and Gomorrah is on us. And the church, we are busy in our churches fighting each other. We shed trousers, we bodu could stop your madness. I don't want to hear it. The soul is perishing. My job is the soul. I go after the soul that is lost. Yeah, preach Christ. Yeah, preach Christ in every corner, every ghetto. Snatch the soul from hellfire. Preach until the people repent. Preach until they come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Preach until there is confession and repentance. Preach until the people are born again. For he that cometh unto God, God will not cast away. Yeah, God will not cast away. If you will confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. Yeah, for you know with the heart you know man believeth unto righteousness with the mouth. Confession is made unto salvation. That is my job. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Christ Jesus, the bread of life, that if anybody believes in him, he will not perish but have everlasting life. God will go after the one and leave the 99. I am talking about that God. The soul is
This is the season of the celebration of Jesus Christ. Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofiudro. Venue, Tessano Worship Center near Tessano Gardens. Come and encounter a deep and total renewal in Christ. For inquiries, call 0202-614-781. Oh, 